We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone. I hope you guys are having a great day. Happy Labor Day. Or if you guys are listening to this the day after Labor Day, which I imagine most of you guys will be, um, because I don't know a lot of people that work on Labor Day. Or actually, I know a couple of people that have school today, um, like colleges on Labor Day, which I always, I don't know, find bizarre. But I guess that's besides the point. Um, A lot of you guys feel like we'll be listening to this today after Labor Day on Tuesday. So happy Tuesday if you guys are listening to this on Tuesday. But if you are, you know, dedicated to the game, you're listening on Manifest Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. I'm recording this on Friday of Labor Day weekend. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I remember filming an episode where my head was like all over the place because it was right before Memorial Day weekend. And oh my God, it's crazy that, you know, that was the beginning of summer and now this is the end of summer. And when you guys are listening to this, I would have just wrapped up my 2022 season at Stride Sea Isle, Um, but we're staying open on weekends. So if you guys want to make like a beach trip and come down to the Jersey Shore in September, which is arguably the best month to be down at the Jersey Shore. Um, On the weekend, Stride will still be open, offering a couple classes. So I'm excited. This is the first year that 
am able to be open like in the off season um, because this year I actually have instructors and front desk and like, you know, the things you need to stay open. So that's super exciting. Um, but here I am already going off on a tangent that I know people are going to say no one cares about. So I'm just going to move right on. Um, but I hope you guys are having a great day so far. I hope you guys had an amazing, amazing, amazing summer. I am... I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm like beyond excited to go into September. Um, it's September 5th and what a great September we're having so far. The weather has just been absolutely beautiful. Um, I actually think it's supposed to rain like later this weekend. So I don't know, um, but it's just been absolutely beautiful. This whole summer it has been beautiful. Today, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like we are just so blessed with amazing weather and I'm just so excited to go into September and to go into fall and things just like feel really normal again. It's so crazy because after summers, I tend to reflect back on the summers and I realize that summer really is just like a three month free for all. But in the moment, I try and like make it feel like it's totally fine and normal because I'm like, things are fine. I have a routine. I work. I do this. I do that. I go to Strat. I try to work out. I blah, blah, blah. I go to the beach. I have a routine. But then I look back. I'm like, I don't have a routine, but I try my best to feel like I do have a routine. Um, it's kind of like when we opened stride sea isle in the summer of 2020 we um like you know in the moment we're like we're doing it we're cruising we so got this and then i remember in 2021 we looked back and we're like literally what were we doing like that is how i feel like summers go and every time september hits i look back at the summer and be like you know in the moment i feel like i really had it but i look back and i realize like it's just a free-for-all and how great is that like to go into summer feeling like you have like a routine, a rhythm, like all these goals, these bucket lists everyone likes to have for summer. And then, uh, yeah, you summer ends and you look back, you're like, you know what? I kind of just did like whatever the hell happened is what I did. So it's just funny. And I always wonder in the beginning of spring, like why I feel so ready for summer and how when it starts to warm up, I ever wonder how I could ever feel like I'm so excited for fall and then fall rolls around and I'm like yeah I'm so excited for fall like it's just crazy how it works and then you know come winter I'm going to be on YouTube again like crying that I'm having the winter blues um but the fall is cool like the fall is good I love the fall you get the pumpkin yeah I'm basic whatever come after me for it you get the pumpkin you have Halloween you have Thanksgiving you have the holidays haunted houses, even though I don't like haunted houses because I'm like afraid of, I don't know, being afraid. I like the vibe of like the spirit in the air. You know what I mean? Of haunted houses. So maybe this year I'll actually do one. Um, so yeah, I just, I just love fall. Like I'm very excited for it. I know I'm not alone in that. So I'm not going to like harp on that for too long, but I'm just beyond excited to have fall and get back into a routine and like just for life um, in general. I'm just so excited for it. To switch gears like completely, but it actually has a lot of relevancy to what I'm about to say for the rest of the episode. Um, I had the stomach bug this week and I have not had the stomach bug since I was like seven years old. I literally felt like a three-year-old. Um, I like woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, oh my God, I think I have the stomach bug. And I did. It lasted for like 24 hours and I'm feeling much better. But the reason I bring this up is because I had a lot of time this past week and even just like this summer, um, 
to reflect and get inspired and get motivated and get shit done and like really kind of map out where I want my life to go, what I want my fall to look like. And I've been saying this time and time again on this podcast, and I'm not quite ready to do an episode about this yet, but I know eventually I will. I feel like I'm in such a transitional period of my life. Like I'm 24, next year I'm going to be turning 25. And I don't know, I just really feel like I'm in a huge transitional phase of my life and I don't necessarily know what that means, but I'm like kind of figuring it out as I go. And it's been really cool to navigate. It's been tricky. It's been rewarding. It's been successful. It's been unsuccessful. It's been, you know, I've been crying. I've been going to therapy, but it's been amazing all at the same time. Like it's cool. Like I feel like I'm really kind of growing into myself and who I'm supposed to become and following this path that I know is bringing me to my best self. And it's been cool to experience. But um, what I'm getting at in this huge tangent is that I just really feel like I am starting to get very inspired, especially this fall, with how I want my weeks to look, how I want my routines to look. And um, that's really what we're going to be talking about today. I'm just feeling so inspired and so motivated to get shit done. For example, I really want to come back to YouTube like once a week. Um, That's something that I just, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos lately and just like chill at home vloggers. And I'm like, I just, I love that. Like, I love that that's a thing on YouTube now. And I am just excited to kind of bring that back to my channel. And I want to start uploading more. I know you guys always ask for YouTube uploads. So I'm excited to bring more of that. Um, I'm planning on releasing an October start weekly digital planner of the manifest planner, as well as an undated digital weekly manifest planner. So currently right now that's released, I have a digital daily manifest planner and a digital undated daily manifest planner, meaning that there's monthly spread, a weekly spread and a daily spread, but the weekly will just have a monthly spread and a weekly spread. Um, so like it won't have like a day for each, which I know a lot of people like weekly as opposed to daily. So I do want to have a lot of options out there for you guys. So I'm going to have that for October start. So that means it'll be a dated weekly planner from October, 2022 to September, 2023. And then I'm also going to put out an undated weekly planner of that as well. Um, by the end of the month, probably like I mean, obviously like right before October begins, I don't know why I'm thinking like it's October right now and like next month is November, but I keep having to like remember that it's September and not October. So if I also say October, but I mean September, I apologize. Um, And then in November, so in two months, that is when my physical daily manifest planner will be available for pre-order. Um, that's going to be around like Black Friday time. And then you guys will get them by the holidays um, for like Christmas and stuff. So that is the plan for the planners for the rest of the year. Um, but that's also kind of piggybacking off what I'm talking about with getting inspired. I want to come back to YouTube. I'm planning on releasing these planners. Um, I also want to travel a lot more for this podcast. So please send me a list of guests that you guys want to work with. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have like a pretty big fear of flying and I'm really working on it. But I I'm working on a lot in therapy right now because I really feel like the fear of flying is holding me back in so much of my life. Like there are so many trips that I've turned down because I don't want to fly. There are so many vacations I don't want to go on because I don't want to fly. There's just a lot of things that like I have said no to because I just simply don't want to fly and I'm just like really afraid of it. And it's getting now to the point where during COVID for the past like two years, it wasn't really an issue because no one was flying and I never felt like FOMO about it. Um, 
But recently I've been seeing so many influencers specifically that I follow and that I really like and that I feel like I really relate to and they're flying all the time and I'm really envious of it. Like I really wish I could be doing that and I wish it's something that like I didn't fear whatsoever and it's something that like I could just do like they make it look so glamorous and you know all this whatever. So what I'm getting at by telling you guys all of this is that something that my therapist is encouraging me to work on to get over this fear of flying is to take small trips on a plane. So like I live like in the Philly area. So if I take a flight to like New York City or Boston, they're only like an hour flights if that. And it's a really good like practice flight for me to feel, you know, like confident in flying. It doesn't have to be a long trip. So I'm definitely going to work on that in the fall, which brings me back to the point of I want to travel more for the podcast. So like think Nashville, Boston, New York City, any people that you guys want on the Manifest podcast, please let me know. Um, Send them a DM. Let me know. Send me a DM and I will try my absolute best to make it happen and I'll fly there and like I'll vlog the whole process. I know so many people also have a fear of flying, whether it's like a fear, anxiety or whatever it might be. So just know that like you have, you know, someone else that's just like that. I also have a trip that I'm going on in October. I'm going to Disney with my boyfriend's family and um, I was, I've been like really nervous about the flight there the whole time and um, I just had to buy my tickets the other day. So I know that like getting some flights in before my trip in October will be good for me, but I also just want to travel a lot more come the winter time because I just remember last winter just feeling like so trapped and so cold and sad and miserable. So I definitely want to travel this winter. I'd love to go to like an all-inclusive. Um, I want to go see my sister out in Idaho more. I want to go to Austin, Texas. I want to go to Nashville. Like there are places that I want to go. So I definitely want to do that this winter and I need to get over my fear flying to do all that. So that's something else that I've really just been kind of like soaking up this summer, realizing, working through in therapy, stuff like that. So um, what I'm getting at is that I'm definitely feeling like very inspired lately. I've also listened to some really awesome podcast episodes lately, especially from Andrew Huberman. I am obsessed with this podcast, the Huberman Lab podcast. They are just so good and all the episodes are beyond impactful. They are all backed in science. He doesn't have a lot of opinions in them, which is nice if you're looking for like an unbiased point of view. I mean, he clearly like practices what he preaches, but he preaches from science, which is kind of nice. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across the uh, 
the last few years and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. 
I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Anyway, what I'm getting at is that there are two episodes that really stood out to me this summer. The first one was with Dr. Peter Atea. Atea, maybe I said his last name wrong. And it was all about exercise, bone density, your marginal decade, hormones, and things of that nature. And it was just beyond fascinating to me because it really drove home the fact of strength training and for so many reasons that like I forgot about. And I hate to say this, especially like online and on a podcast, but here I go. Um, for so long, strength training really was just something that was so aesthetic. Like so many people were posting on Instagram and lifting for the looks of it, whether it was like to grow your butt or to shrink your waist or to look a certain way or to get like, you know, to slim down, to tone up, to like do whatever these aesthetic goals were. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. But after a while, having that body image just like constantly thrown on me and then having to compare how my body looked to what I was seeing online it really made me just want to take a step back from strength training and weightlifting pretty much all together, which is when I got into very low impact workouts, such as walking and Pilates. And I've really fallen in love with them. And I even made like an episode a couple months ago, like my current workout routine. And I was like talking kind of down on strength training, saying like, it's not something that I am interested in right now. I might be one day, but not right now. And this episode with Dr. Pita Atea on the Huberman Lab podcast really reminded me that like strength training is so much more than just aesthetics. And it was a really great episode for me to listen to because it was talking about like longevity of your life and bone density and bone density. Let me tell you, this is never something that crossed my mind. Like when we were kids, we heard like drink your milk so you can get calcium for strong bones. And like, that's really where it ended. And I'd always hear the words like osteoporosis, but I never really knew what it meant. And I never knew how severe it could be as you get older, what it means to break a bone. And I never thought once about strengthening my bones and how to do that. Like it just simply never crossed my mind. And maybe for some people that they hear me say this or like, that is like so crazy. Like you kind of have like a health and wellness podcast in a sense. So that's kind of crazy to say that. But um, this episode really opened up my eyes and just made me realize that there are so many benefits to strength training and just how important it is to build strong bones, to live a long fulfilled life. And the marginal decade was really a concept that kind of took me by surprise. Essentially, it's like the last 10 years of your life. And you don't really know when you're entering it, Dr. Peter Atea says, but it's something that like you kind of feel like when you're in your last decade, you can kind of be like, okay, like I feel like I'm in my last decade. Um, I was talking to my mom about this and I was like, it sounds like crazy. And my mom was like, no, it's not crazy. Like your grandpa who he passed away in 2017, um, he like, I guess gathered like my mom and my uncle, they're his kids. And was like, this is probably my last decade. So like, this is like all the the workings of things. And anyway, what I'm getting at by telling you guys that is that I guess like when you're in your marginal decade, you do kind of know. But that whole episode was talking a lot about how how do you want to be in your marginal decade? And it kind of goes along with what we talk about in this podcast all the time, which is like, how do you want to live your best life every day? And this really is like the ultimate way to live your best life is to live how you want to live in your last decade. Do you want to be able to walk around by 
yourself and play with your grandkids and stand up from the floor by yourself and cook for yourself and get out of bed by yourself. Like those are all things that I want to be able to do in the last 10 years of my life. And like, I want to live till I'm like 150, you know what I mean? So, um, what I'm getting at by saying all of this is that I really want to start prioritizing strength training again, not for the looks of aesthetic, but to build strong bones and to build a strong foundation so that I can be around for a long time and have a great marginal decade. I know it sounds kind of, you know, dreadful and dooming and like doomsday planning, but it was a really great episode. And I would recommend you guys listening to it if this has sparked any of your interest whatsoever. Um, It was also just a great episode about exercise overall, bone density, hormones. They talk a lot about menopause. Um, For a while, they started talking about like guys with um, like synthetic hormones and stuff like that, which I kind of fast forwarded through the guy stuff because I'm just interested about the girls. Um, But anyway, it was very interesting and I really, really liked that episode and it made me want to strength train a lot come the fall time. And the second episode that I listened to from the Huberman lab that really had a huge effect on my life was the effects of alcohol. He just put this episode up a couple weeks ago and it was very transformative. I've always kind of known in the back of my head, as I'm sure many of you guys have, that alcohol is just not very good for our bodies. But the way that he explained the biology of what alcohol actually does to our bodies just really made me want to completely cut it out for at least 30 days. And I'm hoping for beyond that. Um, it's not even just what it does to our bodies when we drink, but also what happens when we aren't drinking and there are side effects that I've always experienced, but I've never related back to drinking. And I don't want to like mess up any of his beautifully done, um, research and knowledge. So I'm just going to let him explain it. If this sparks your interest whatsoever, go ahead and listen to that episode. It's the effects of alcohol um, by Andrew Huberman on the Huberman lab podcast. But um, it was just something that I've wanted to try since listening to that episode. And it's been really great so far. I don't know how many days in I am. Like I'm not really counting. If I'm being honest, I put it on my calendar of like 30 days, no alcohol. I don't remember what that date is sometime in September, but Um, it's always been something that I've been interested in trying is cutting out alcohol just in general. I've never been a big drinker and I've always admired those that just don't drink for whatever the reason might be. Um, and it's something that I've always known that I can do. I just haven't ever done it. And I think I just haven't done it because like sometimes a drink is really nice every now and then. And, you know, like, especially like at the beach, like if I go to like a beach bar, like it's nice getting like a pina colada, but I can always get a virgin pina colada. You know what I mean? Like I like the taste of the pina colada, not the alcohol. Do you know what I mean? Um, I like the social environment of drinking, but not necessarily the alcohol that I'm consuming. Wine makes me incredibly anxious. I've stopped drinking wine pretty much altogether. Um, Every time I have drank wine, it's been like here and there. And I always just get so anxious hours, hours, hours after I drink it. So I'm always just like, I know it's the wine. So I, and that sucks because I did love like a crisp, cold glass of Sauvignon Blanc and like rosé and Pinot Grigio, like so delicious. So that is a little like sad, but whatever. Um, but anyway, back to my tangent, cause I seem to be tangenting a lot this episode. Um, it's that that episode just really inspired me to just cut out alcohol for 30 days and hopefully beyond and just kind of see how I feel. And so far it's been pretty easy for me and I've just been really liking it. But what I'm getting at is that these two episodes have just left me feeling inspired along with other things that I've talked about, such as traveling, posting on YouTube more, doing more planner stuff. And it's just really made me 
be open to what I want to be like in the fall. Something else that I also wanted to chat about of stuff that I've been really open to come the fall is um, a book that I've been working through, kind of taking me like all summer because it's kind of boring, but it's like a good book. Um, It's The Pegan Diet by Dr. Hyman, who also has a podcast. It's called The Doctor's Pharmacy. It's a great podcast. And his whole message is that food is medicine. And his book is not about following a diet. It's not about pushing a diet. He's not telling you to be vegan, paleo, keto, anything. He's more so just explaining like, this is what food does for you. And this is how you can eat to optimize body functions. Um, So he talks about like why grass-fed meat is better than GMO meat or what kind of eggs are the best. Like, do you want organic or do you want pasture-raised or do you want cage-fed? Like, what kind of eggs should you be looking for? What kind of nuts should you be eating? What kind of veggies should you be looking for? Stuff like that. So that's been really fun to learn about. And living at the beach, like, I don't know if everyone knows this, but the Jersey Shore, like, it's literally like they're islands. You know what I mean? Like you have to take a bridge to get over them. So living on the beach, it really is like an island. So it's kind of been like a buildup all summer of not having access to the local grocery stores that I live near at home that I'm really used to that have really good sourced foods. Like Wegmans has really great sourced foods. Kimberton Whole Foods is like a local um, kind of grocery chain by me. And they have all local farmers, really fresh foods. I mean, there's obviously so many other ways to get locally good sourced meats specifically. Like Thrive Market is a really great way. Butcher Box is a really great source. Like there are tons of places out there. Um, But I'm just excited. What I'm getting at is I'm just like really excited to get home and shop at these stores again and source great meats and great local foods and visit Trader Joe's. Oh my God, I'm so excited to go back to Trader Joe's. I was just watching Danielle Carolyn's vlog the other day and she was like doing a big Trader Trader Joe's haul and I was like, I'm so excited to go back to Trader Joe's. Like there's no Trader Joe's near me at the beach and even like back home, the closest Trader Joe's isn't even that close to me. So I'm just so excited to go and like kind of just get back onto like my routine. I'm so excited about Trader Joe's specifically. Like I wrote it in my planner to do on Wednesday, which is tomorrow. I guess in two days, like when I get home and I'm just like so excited. So what I'm getting at is that this whole summer and especially like kind of this last week because of the stomach bug, I've really given myself the opportunity to soak up whatever I was feeling and be very open to new things, whether it was learning new ways of life or new ways of working out or relearning things about food or being open to ideas about the future or getting over fears of flying. That's kind of where this episode is going to begin today. In order to start or get back into a routine, give yourself the space to determine what you want your routine to look like. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, this is a concept that I've talked about before on this podcast, and I even made like kind of an entire episode about it, all about giving yourself giving yourself the space that you need to grow and change and evolve and be open to new ideas to later act on them. Um, I also have a title, an episode titled Nothing Changes If Nothing Changes, and I completely stand by that. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't give yourself the space to explore what you could be into, what you could be interested in, or what you want your life to look like in this new routine that we are quote unquote getting back into, it probably won't stick. So in order to get back into this routine, and I know come fall, we're all so excited. Like moms, like they're excited to send their kids back and have time for them again. Like us students, not us students, I'm not a student. Students are excited to go back to school and see their friends again and kind of get back into like their schoolwork routine. Maybe they have jobs to get back into. Um, If you're post-grad and you're starting a new job, like it's a very exciting new chapter for you. You're excited to get back into a new routine. Um, If you're just regular like me and you've been working for the past couple of years, you're not a student, you don't have kids yet, you're kind of just, you know, in a good place of your mid-20s, 30s, 40s, whatever it might be and you're just working, you're just excited to kind of move into the fall time. Like I feel like the fall specifically, so many people are so excited to quote unquote, get back into the routine. And I really just think that you need to allow yourself the time, the energy and the resources to allow interests to naturally build and to naturally come to you. And when they do, when those interests are starting to spark and that motivation starts to rise, that's when you need to start acting on them. Read books that spark your interest. Listen to podcasts that you're open to. Talk to people that you might not have before. Be a sponge. And maybe this means like you have a think day where the goal is to like literally do nothing and let thoughts flow. Or maybe you go away for a weekend. I know like I get so inspired when I have downtime. Like for example, the summertime is like a big downtime, which is why I think so many people kind of feel that like, yes, maybe we're doing more things. Like maybe we're traveling more. We're staying out later. But we can also agree that it's kind of like a downtime for a lot of us. So I think that's why come fall, a lot of us are so excited to get back into routine because we've had a lot of downtime. Another example of downtime is like I had the stomach bug this week. So I've had a lot of downtime this past week. Um, Driving back and forth from the beach is a lot of downtime. Walks are downtime for me. So like I know that for me, my downtime really recharges me. It inspires me. It motivates me. It kind of lights a fire within me. And I like to take that and explore where this motivation and inspiration is bringing me. So I encourage you guys to give give yourself the space that you need for reinvention. And when that reinvention hits, It's like completely act on it and just go for it. So how do you act on it? I'm so glad you asked. So this is what I did and it really worked beautifully for me. I did this last week and let me like set the scene for you guys. And I want you guys to set the scene for yourself to do this as well. So I did this last week and it was a gorgeous day outside. It was like 75, not a cloud in the sky, such a light, beautiful breeze going on here at the beach. And I took my digital dated manifest planner, which is available on my Etsy shop in the show notes. And I took my planner outside and I got a cup of cold iced water with lemon and it was sweating and it was amazing. Um, Bonus points if you put like mint in it. Oh my God, that's like amazing. And I went outside 
And I planned my ideal weekly routine for the month of September. And I'll get into how I did that exactly. If you guys want to do this like tonight or tomorrow morning, maybe tomorrow after work, like whenever you guys have the time, picture this. You make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, whatever you're into. Maybe a glass of rosé. Just because I'm not drinking doesn't mean you don't have to be. Glass of kombucha, whatever it is. And you light a candle. I mean, it's September now. We can definitely light a pumpkin candle. We light a candle. We put on, um, there's this one playlist on Spotify that I'm obsessed with right now. It's called If Beige by Yoclore was a playlist and it's by Courtney Dancer. So good. Put that playlist on. And then you just cozy up. Maybe you put on like the fire crackle on your TV if you don't have a fireplace or you sit outside and do this. Oh my God. Just like set the scene right and like really give yourself the cozy vibes to plan this perfectly. So this is exactly what I did. I pasted a blank spread of my ideal weekly layout from my digital manifest planner. I copied it and I pasted it and I pasted it um, the page after my month at a glance spread for September. So it goes September and then ideal weekly layout and then my monthly intentions. And in that blank ideal weekly layout, I wrote what I wanted an ideal week for me to look like in September. And I got specific. I'm going to stop right here for a second. You do not have to buy the manifest planner to do this. You can time block on anything that you have. You can time block on a Google calendar. You can time block on a piece of paper. You do not need the manifest planner to do this. Am I biased? Yes, because I made the manifest planner and I think it's perfect for stuff like this, but this is just what I did. You don't have to do this, but I'm just telling you what I did. And it really got me excited, motivated, and beyond inspired for my new routine that I'm going to be entering come the fall time. And I know if you guys are listening to this, you also probably want to either get back into a routine or reestablish a routine that you once had that you loved. So I know we're kind of all like-minded people here. So this is exactly what I did. I wrote what my ideal week for September looks like, because obviously my ideal week for August and September are totally different. September, I'm home, but I'm traveling back and forth on the weekends to the beach. August, I'm still in summer mode. I'm at the beach. I'm going to stride sea aisle most mornings. I'm like a totally different person in August and September. They like, they're two different people. Like Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Oh, why? Cause she's dead. Like literally two different people. And I got beyond specific of what I wanted my ideal weekly routine in September to look like. The first thing I did was I started with my mornings. What did I want my morning routine to look like? And I can tell you this right now, I've been in such a great morning routine lately that I'm absolutely going to bring it into the fall. Now there are some things that like have to change and you guys will hear that in a couple of minutes. Um, But my current end of summer morning routine at the beach is this. It's amazing. And I love it. The first thing I do is I wake up, kind of obvious, um, but this time varies depending on what time I am going into stride. So it's not really important, but it's anywhere between like 6 and 7 a.m. Immediately after my alarm clock goes off, I grab my Kindle and I read for 30 minutes. I am not always someone that has to like jump out of bed and like pee or anything. So as soon as I wake up, I just grab my Kindle and I roll over and I start reading. 
And lately in the mornings, I've been reading self-help books. And I'm sure if you listen, like even a couple episodes back, I contradict myself on this. And I say like, I don't read self-help books first thing in the morning. But lately I've been open to it. And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. If you're open to something, act on it. Even if that means like you're changing your mind and you're contradicting what you used to feel like, who cares? Like you're allowed to change your mind. You're a human being. Everyone changes their mind. So I've been reading self-help books first thing in the morning, and I am currently reading Atomic Habits, and I love it. Um, I can't believe I haven't read it sooner. It's kind of just one of those books. Like It's similar with like the alcohol episode on Huberman Labs. Like If you're not ready to listen to it, then like it kind of feels like an attack. You know what I mean? I wasn't ready to read Atomic Habits because I knew I wasn't having like the best habits at the time, but I feel like I'm now open to creating and cultivating really strong good habits and getting rid of some bad ones so I'm open to reading that book now so don't ever rush a self-help book just because you feel like you should be reading it you don't need to read something if you feel like you're gonna feel defensive or be like you're being attacked in a book like no one wants to feel like that you have to be open to it so I'm currently reading Atomic Habits and I love it so after the 30 minutes of reading that's when I go to the bathroom and that's when like I'll um go to the bathroom, I'll put on my contacts, I brush my teeth and I change. And I'll be honest, I normally just put on the clothes that I wore yesterday because I pretty much wear like athletic wear all day. And I put on those clothes and then I go for a one mile run because the clothes obviously get really sweaty afterwards. So, and I'm a big sweater. So I go for a one mile run and that's it. It's just one mile. It's a short loop, but I love it. It's right by the water. It's not intimidating. It's beyond manageable. And I love doing this. It's not something that I necessarily want to do every day. Like, trust me, like there are so many days where I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like I could easily skip it, but that is the point of starting your day off with a one mile run. I start my day doing something uncomfortable and I always feel like I've won immediately afterwards. I always feel amazing afterwards. I've never once regretted it. I've always been so grateful for it. And I'm just so damn proud of myself every single time. And it only takes me 10 minutes. Literally, it's 10 minutes for an entire day's worth of feeling, you know, like I really achieved something good and like monumental. I feel really good afterwards. So once I get back from my run, I'm like beyond sweaty because it's so humid here at the beach. Like that has not really gone away except today. It's gorgeous. Um, But most of the time it's still really sweaty. So um, and humid. So after I come back from my run, I will grab my planner and I will journal in my daily manifest planner spread. Um, and as I journal, I will, um, mix up the bloom morning greens. I have the flavor berry at the beach and mango at home. And I love them both. And I'm really liking bloom morning greens. You can get it on Amazon. So I drink that while I journal and I do that outside. And it's like such a great way to start my morning. That takes me about five, 10 minutes. And then I shower, change, and I head to stride. So that whole routine from like wake up to uh, the time that I uh, leave to go to stride takes me like an hour or so. And it's just been like amazing. And I've been loving this morning routine. But come fall, like when I head home, which is actually tomorrow, I leave tomorrow, this won't be my morning routine anymore. So I will switch it up. And this isn't going to be my morning routine because one, I won't be like living at the beach. So my route won't be the same. Um, I don't live like on a trail and I kind of live like in an area where I can't like really like just walk out of my apartment and like start running. Like it doesn't really work like that. So I have to like drive to a trail. Anyway, what I'm getting at is that 
this routine has to like switch up a little bit, but I want to bring it back with me. Um, and there's a couple things that I do want to add into it. So what I'm saying is that when I went to write in my ideal weekly routine, I knew the first thing that I wanted to do was bring my morning routine that I love so much into the fall, but just make it fall and make it work for me come fall. So what that routine looks like for me in the fall is wake up and read for 30 minutes, take a one mile run, and then do some sort of other workout. Um, And I will get into that in a minute of like what I wanted that to look like. But remember, I loved the strength training episode that I read and I knew that I'm feeling really good with running right now. So I kind of wanted to keep that up as well. Um, And then I also wanted to keep up the journaling and morning greens outside for as long as I can. And then shower. I wanted to add breakfast into this equation because I'm going to be working from home. I won't be going somewhere. And then I wanted to start my work at 930. So then I work backwards and I said, if I want to start work at 930 every single day and I want to work out at 7 a.m., I need to wake up at 6 a.m. And then I mapped out what I wanted all my workouts to be. So what I decided on was on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, I would strength train. And I just found programs on YouTube that weren't intimidating that I really liked Um, that I will strength train on. I signed up for a gym again and I'm super excited for that. So I like set myself up for success in those ways. And then on Wednesdays, I will walk and do Pilates. Saturdays, I will do either yoga or Pilates. And on Sundays, I will walk. And I mapped all of that out in the workout journal in my manifest planner as well. And in that mapping out all of my workouts, I also added in my commute time, which contributes to the time that I'd be waking up and then what time I would start work. So like when I say like I really mapped out everything and like got super micro in this ideal weekly routine, like I got super micro in this ideal weekly routine, like nothing is too much. Okay. So now that I have my morning routines and workouts planned, I planned out exactly what I would work on every single day of the week in September. So I'm very fortunate that I work from home and I work for myself, but I do have my hands in a lot of different hats. For example, I have Stride, I have my planners, I have this podcast, and I'm starting back up on YouTube again. So that's four jobs that require a lot of time and attention each. So I know kind of like how hard I have to work for each job and what each job requires and how the businesses work and how I work within them. So over the past couple of years, like I've really been able to kind of figure out like what days I'm typically most creative, what days I'm not most creative, what days I'm better doing admin work, what times of days I'm better doing calls, appointments, stuff like that. So this is ultimately what I decided on for September for entering my routine back into fall. So I gave Monday morning to stride creativity and I gave Tuesday and Wednesday morning to planning creativity. So what that really means is like what in my brain is kind of like sparking that's going to be good for stride. And then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, what in my brain is sparking that's going to be good for the planners. And that means like actually creating the planners that you guys use. And then Thursday mornings are for podcasting and Friday afternoons are to tie up the loose ends. And Friday mornings, I want to be at stride um, at the studio. And then I gave the afternoons of Monday and Tuesday to do admin work for both stride and the planners. And on Wednesdays, 
I gave the afternoon for editing YouTube videos. And then Thursday afternoons I gave um, for meetings, appointments, and calls. And this just worked best for me. And it gives me a time and a place of each week. So I know like, for example, if I have a call with someone, like I'm going to do it Thursday, regardless of whether it falls into stride, planners, podcasts, YouTube, whatever, like I'm going to do my calls on Thursday. And if I have, you know, to make thumbnails for like YouTube video, like I'm going to do that Wednesday afternoon. And if I'm going to create merch for stride, like I'm going to do that Monday mornings and I'm probably going to order it like probably Fridays or something like that. Like, so every task has a time assigned to it throughout the week. And I know this isn't something that like everyone can do if you're in school or if you work a corporate job or you don't work for yourself. Like I totally understand that. And I see that, but for me getting back into a routine, like this is what I planned on doing for September entering the fall time. So then once I figured out my morning routine, my workouts and my work schedule, then that's when I added in my extracurriculars. So for example, um, in September stride is having like wellness workshops every Thursday, which I am so excited about They're Thursday nights. And I am going to be there for all of them. I'm beyond excited and I'm not yet teaching this month. So I also wanted to add in other times that I'm going to be at the studio. So I blocked off like Thursday nights to be at the studio, Friday mornings, um, Tuesday nights to be at the studio. And when I do Pilates on Wednesdays, I'm going to take that at the studio as well. And then on um, Saturday and Sunday, we are still going to be open down here at the beach. So I added in the commute time down to the beach on Friday nights and Sunday nights to accommodate that into my ideal weekly routine as well. And how I can kind of optimize that like on Sunday nights, like when I drive back, I can like Instacart my groceries and stuff like that, like on the way back and kind of just like optimize my time there. Something else that I wanted to prioritize this fall is cooking quality foods, like I mentioned with Dr. Mark Hyman. Um, so I really time blocked that on Sunday nights to do a Wegmans order and then a time on Monday midday. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention is that I prioritized a walk and I love, love, love going on walks. And I love like taking a midday break to go on a walk on the trail. And while it's like nice out, I definitely want to go on walks. So on Mondays after my walks, I, um, time block time to go to this local grocery store that sells local organic meat and eggs and like other small things that like I can't necessarily always find in other places, um, that I want like sourced more locally, um, like at Wegmans or something like that. So that is when I'm going to be doing that like Monday afternoons, um, and stuff like that. So it really is just getting super micro and time blocking all these little details of things that have become priorities to me over the summer, over the last couple of weeks, whatever it might be. I also time blocked when I will cook my dinners in my ideal week. So for example, like I just said, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I know I'm going to be out at the studio. So those dinners will either be like crock pot ones that I can start in the morning. And then when I get home, like they're done and ready for me to eat like good food. So I don't like go next door and get California tortilla or takeout um, or DoorDash. You guys know, like that's my kryptonite. Like I just always will DoorDash or I'll just like easy one sheet meals with really quality ingredients that I can source from like the local grocery stores that I've been talking about this whole time. So once I time blocked how I wanted my weeks to look, my schedule was very clear to me. Everything had a place, everything had a time to get done, and all my priorities were tended to. I started each day with just me with my morning routine. I had a time to get all of my work done. All of my interests that were sparked this summer were mapped out in my 
routine that I'm getting back in for the fall. And I still had free time. I had free time to hang out with friends. I had free time to go shopping. I had free time to um, see people at stride. Like I had free time to do pretty much anything that I wanted, including nothing, because let's be real. I'm an introvert at the end of the day. Like I love being alone and doing nothing in my apartment. So I made sure that like I didn't fill every single second of every single day with me actually going somewhere and doing something like I left time open to do nothing because that is important to me. So as you guys get back into a routine this fall, I urge you to do three things. Number one, figure out what is most important to you. Give yourself the space and the time to spark your interest, to see what you're motivated or to see what inspires you and then what motivates you. You can write a list, you can listen to podcasts, you can read books, you can go on a think week, whatever it might be. Figure out what's most important to you. Number two is map out those interests in whatever way speaks to you best. For me, what speaks to me best is a time block. I'm a very visual person. I like seeing everything laid out in front of me. I like seeing my responsibilities in front of me. I like seeing the flexibility of a to-do list in front of me. I like seeing where I need to be on what days of the week in front of me. I love a good time block. It really establishes a great weekly schedule to roughly go off, which will provide you with a routine. And then number three is to show up to this routine. We tend to act on inspiration and motivation because that's when we feel our best. But remember that when you made this ideal routine for the fall, this is with your best version in mind. So inevitably, when we aren't feeling our best, this routine will feel like a chore. And it's going to feel like something that we just don't want to do. But remember that this routine is designed by you to bring you back to your best feeling. So have faith in this routine and have faith in your grit to stay dedicated to the consistency of feeling good. Also, like just remember, jazz up your life, girl. Like I'm so excited to you know, have this routine that I just talked and talked about for the past 45 minutes, but I'm also excited to stop by Starbucks on my way to maybe the studio or to grocery shop and get like a pumpkin cold brew. Like I'm so excited. Saturdays I left open and I'm excited to go shop at home goods on the weekends and buy pumpkin candles and light them in my apartment. I'm excited to watch football games and I'm excited to wear like really cute boots and go get awesome dinners and wear fall outfits and dye my hair darker and do all these fun all things. A routine doesn't mean that your life is so regimented that you have to follow a routine strictly every single minute of every single day. It just means that you're making time for all the things that are important to you so you can add even more to your life. It's kind of like when you get in a relationship. Isn't that what they say? Like the right person compliments you. They don't complete you. They compliment you. The right routine doesn't complete you. It compliments you. And this is what it's doing. This is complimenting you. So guys, that is what I'm going to leave you with today. Getting back into a routine, especially for fall. I am so excited. I hope this episode kind of lit a fire under you guys and makes you guys feel really excited as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you guys want to get a manifest planner, I'll have it linked down in the show notes below. I currently have a digital dated daily edition of the manifest planner and an undated daily edition of the manifest planner, both digital both in my Etsy shop. And then later this month, I will have a dated weekly edition that is going to start in October and an undated weekly edition. So there will be no daily spreads on either of those editions. So if a daily spread is your thing, get the digital. They never sell out. I have tons and tons and tons and tons and tons. So yeah, guys, thank you so much again for all of 
the love and the support that you guys continue to show this show, the Manifest Planner, my YouTube stride. It just, it's amazing. It does not go unnoticed and I could not appreciate you guys more. If you guys wouldn't mind leaving a five-star review, it really helps the show and it goes a long way. Let me know of any guests you guys want to see on the podcast very soon. And I will talk to you guys all next week. Happy fall, happy September, happy Labor Day, and have a great Manifest Monday. Bye, guys.